Cause I'm an island boy and I've been trying to make Oh, I'm an island boy. Hey, I'm a just island boy. I'm a just island boy. I'm a get keep going. You're gonna keep that gun. I'll be just staring at the sun. I'm just out full gazing. I'm like, pull where I'm staying. They're like, you wanna be famous. I'm trying to be out the greatest. I'm gonna float all boy. I got a real damn tropic. I'm like, the dumb on the topic. Uh -huh. I'm an island boy. I put my vest on, yeah. Like a wagwan man trying to make it to the Top. I'm an island boy, I've been trying to make it. I ain't seen it with a gang gang swing. You ain't just swing no kind. Under the storm, through the rain. Cause we try home like a line. From the island boy, from the Caribbean. I'm an island boy, put my vest on ya. Week 8. We are at the halfway mark. There's been some ups and some downs. Spence, what's going on? That is correct, Kurt. There's been some ups and downs, but I found my spirit animals. And the island boys going to come back and win. Going to get that dough ship. We're going to die, die, fine. Yeah, I'm back, baby. Island boy. I got that island fever right now. Well said. Uh, we have a special guest, long overdue, much like his view. He's got the longest view in the room. A team has no name, Billy G. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Curtis. Daryl, very good to be here today. Um, I'm glad that uh, we were able to work out our collective schedules and differences to make this happen. It's all just coming, coming to the table together to, to get... Get it done. That's what it's all about. All right. So, like I said, 14-week season this year. So, we are – we're at the halfway mark. Uh, Bill, you started hot. Things have cooled off a little bit. How are you feeling about your team? I'd rather not talk about my team today. Um, I think I did a very good job in the draft, uh, but – my running backs were just weak, very weak. Um, this year, the strategy was a little bit different. I went purely based off of my rankings, my ratings. Um, previous years, I, I've always went heavy running backs early, uh, even if it meant reaching. Um, so I just hopefully we can overcome uh, the running back shortage. Uh, but with the short bench, um, there's always you know folks we could stream on the waiver wires, right? So. Well, we got a long season. You're you're in pretty good shape overall in third place. Uh, four and three, doing well on points. But uh, interesting, interesting standings right now. So, as always, league's tighter than ever. Two games separate twelfth uh, and third. And this week, we've actually got a lot of matchups where. Uh, you know, the, the standings can either separate or go apart, but we'll get into that. Um, last week, high score was the sauce or not. What is it? It ain't sauce. It's gravy. It's dropping 165. And then the dog squeaking out the low score of the week with 74.47, just edging my co-host. 
But all right, so let's talk a little bit about the first half of the season, some fantasy MVPs. So I sent over earlier uh, just kind of a, a positional breakdown, um, you know, based on points per game. But so far, Bill, why don't you start us off? Who do you think the fantasy MVP is? And you can define that however you want. Okay, so <clears throat> current day, uh, we're looking at on this day, 1029, um, who the MVP is. We're not forecasting uh, what we think is going to happen. We'll do both. We'll do right now and then future. So right now, I think we have to go off the data. Um, I hate to give it to a quarterback, uh, but Brady. Brady's putting up big-time numbers. Um, and, yeah, I think Sam's got a good one. Um, I think if we're looking at the longer term, outside of the quarterback position, I'd have to go with uh, Grits, Derrick Henry. I just think he's too integral a part of that offense. And they really don't have that many weapons um, on the tight ends offense, excuse me, on the, the Titans offense. So I think we're going to continue to see heavy usage out of Derrick Henry and you know, a lot of points scored by him. Spence, what do you think? Uh, I got to go to the first half MVP to Jamar Chase. Uh, he was slept on. He, you know, failed. He, he obviously shouldn't have been drafted where he was drafted. The preseason really fucked folks up, fucked folks' mind up. And not only has he been performing, but like drama started off slow. And the few wins that he did get, I think were because of Jamar Chase. So uh, he's uh, obviously drama's team is looking like a, a front runner, but I think that his team was, or, or Jamar Chase was definitely the, um, the, the, the MVP of the first half. And I got to agree with Bill for the long term. But if, I, if I'm going to go with um, a, I'm sorry, a, a, a future prediction just to, just to change it up, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with with Jonathan Jonathan Taylor. Um, I think that the Colts are finally going to start to use him. They're getting some of their weapons back again, a bit healthy. Carson Wentz is calming down, getting comfortable in that offense, not trying to do too much, and just simplifying it and just giving it to Justin uh, Jonathan Taylor. I I still think that Nash got fleeced in that trade. Um, again, go back and look at it. He he still wins without that trade, and his team is better off for the long term. Um, so, I mean, I, I've, I've been looking at your team all morning, Kurt, and God damn, I, I, I really hate that trace. I think, I think Jonathan Taylor is the future, future prediction for the, uh, MVP of the second half. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I don't know the trade's still interesting because it obviously paid off huge for, for Nash last week. Um, but my, my first half MVP, I'm actually going with a different option. Uh, Cooper Cup, 27.27 points per game. Uh, I believe he is outscoring Derrick Henry. Let me double check that. Yes, he is, he is outscoring Derrick Henry. Third round pick. Crazy. Uh, I mean, he's on pace for, let's see, over 17 game season. He's on pace for 462 points. Um, and on a 16 game pace, that would be 435. Um, so this is actually from an article I saw. Um, just for reference, the top scoring wide receiver since 2000 was Antonio Brown in 2015. He scored 386. Uh, 
So Cooper Cup again on pace for 462. And then even just non-running backs, uh, or sorry, non-quarterbacks, Marshall Falk, uh, or the yeah, the record is 462, it looks like. So back thinking Marshall Falk, Ladanian Thomason, Chris McCaffrey. So Cooper Cup is on a historic pace. Um, so we'll see if it keeps up. But again, then to agree with you guys, uh, Derek Henry. Like, I don't know if there is anyone I wouldn't uh, rather have than him because he, as we've seen, he gets better as the season goes on. Um, as the game goes on, you know, defenses get worse and worse throughout the year. Uh, he's just, he's an animal. Just truly, he, he is not like the rest of us. So, see how that plays out. Uh, all right, so some, some activity this week leading into it. Um, we did have a trade yesterday. Spence, which I think you were a part of. Uh, Gronk. So, you got Gronk, right? And then Tim got Antonio Brown. Uh, break it down for us. Yeah, um, obviously, Antonio, I can't afford to keep Antonio Brown um, with the buys going the way they are and the injuries that I have on my team. I thought he was going to be, you know, a league winner. Still might be if he comes back. But I had to get some type of value. Um, probably had a little bit more value before they confirmed that he was on crutches. Um, but my theory behind it was I'm trying to make as little moves as I can. And, you know, if I miss the playoffs, I miss the playoffs, right? But I went back and looked at, the I can't find it right now, but I went back and looked at the past champions and look at the past drafts. So matching up the past champions really haven't made any moves, any trades. The 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 championship is won on draft day. Like you can you can fight your way into the playoffs. Um, you 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 can do all that, but that's not going to win your championship. So um, I'm trying to. I I think I have a championship team if they're healthy. But if not, I'm not giving it away for uh, just just to just to sneak into the playoffs. But um, Antonio Brown's not going to be playing for a couple of weeks. I think I think it might be long term, and maybe they hold him out into the because you know they have enough weapons. I think they hold him out maybe into the playoffs. So yeah. football wise, that might be smart for them. And Gronk's coming back, so hmm, I'll take I'll take Tom Brady's best friend. Bill, what do you think? I agree. What's the timeline, uh, Spence, before you get Darren Waller back? I, see, I don't, I don't know that either. I don't know. It's up in the like. I haven't heard anything like, especially they're because they're on a buy. You're not gonna, yeah. you're not, you're not gonna hear a lot when they're on the buy as far as injury updates. Um, so I, I have no clue what's going on with that. And it's a bullshit. It was a freak ass accident. Like it was in walkthroughs, walkthroughs. Yeah, and I mean the players are actually are are somewhat like inversely related. So. You know, the time Antonio Brown's out, Gronk's, there's just going to be more targets available for him. So that could help out. Um, and then, you know, we were looking at the just points per game. Gronk's the number one tight end. Um, so he actually is averaging more than Kelsey, more than Andrews, more than Dalton Schultz. So <laughs> if he comes back this week, they got to buy next week. Um, should have a get, get a get a few games out of him. Um, all right, so the other stuff, a couple bids this week. Uh, the big one, which was a little surprising at the time, but now uh, maybe the dog knew something we didn't know. Gainwell goes for 27. 
Uh, now, Miles Sanders on a, an at least a three-game bye. Uh, Grit picked up Hilton for 13, Uzama for 12, and Boston Scott for seven. So before we get into that, that bargain bin spending spree, uh, Bill, what do you think about this Eagles backfield? As a Miles Sanders um, believer and manager, uh, I'm just praying that the Eagles are sellers at the deadline and he gets traded before 11-2 to a running back needy team, comes back in three weeks. and Ooh, maybe like the Chiefs. That would be pretty cool, right? Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think Gainwell and Scott, you have to believe that they're trending upward. Um, the crux of it is Sanders was getting carries before he got hurt uh, in the last game. So it's almost like Sirianni is listening to the press and, and he's hearing our complaints that you have to run the damn ball. Uh, it, it sounds like he, it seems like he's, he's finally starting to do that. I really like Gainwell. Um, I think he's averaging, what, over six yards per, uh, per touch right now. Um, he's being used heavily in the red zone. I think that that's obviously going to persist. Um, it's just a matter of how much of his share uh, will, will Boston Scott take away. Um, it's going to be interesting uh, to see. I know you were always a, a Kenny Gainwell uh, believer, Kurt. I'm, I'm pretty surprised you didn't make a make a play for him. Uh, I think I did have a bid in, um, but not 27. Because, you know, before uh, – yeah, actually, I had a bid for an 11. So before the Miles Sanders news, it, it was looking like he was out for a week, um, which I didn't want to go over 20 for just a one-week buy-in for a guy that, like, we don't really know – if he's going to get the carries awesome player in college. I mean, he was back in Memphis. He was the reason uh, Antonio Gibson was a receiver because Gainwell was such a good running back. So he's obviously got some skill, which on a side note, Memphis is just like a running back powerhouse. So randomly they had Tony Pollard, Gainwell, Gibson, and uh, Daryl Henderson. I think they got another good back this year. So wonder if they're just paying them off. Um, all right, so Spence, uh, Hilton, Uzama, Boston Scott. What you going to do with all these injuries, man? Um, Uzama had a good game. Obviously, I dropped him. Second player in a week, second second player uh, in a row that I've spent money on and had to drop. Um, Ty Hilton. I'm hoping he can lighten it in the bottle. I don't I, at this point, man. It's just it's just throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. That's uh, when you have that many injuries. I mean, what are you gonna do? So I want to yeah. make. I was I was scared I wasn't gonna get enough players, and then, I don't know. I don't know. And then I made the trade, so I had to drop Uzama. Yeah, man. Um, they're all starting. I mean, you got a good team. So let's see. Your the issue is your you lead the league in points against. Um, Crushed. <laughs> Crushed. That's tough. Points for your your uh, in third. Third. Um, so now now's a good time to revisit now that you're uh, emotionally entangled in the situation. But we talked about I don't know, a lot of leagues do this. The last playoff spot goes to the team, the highest scoring team that uh, isn't already in the playoffs. So in this case, you would be the sixth seed. Uh, so what do you think now that you're there, any, any difference on the opinion or are we still, uh, high T win loss only you play to win the game? 
No, I've always been on that side. I've always been on the points, you know, the 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 the, the tier wins where you go uh win loss, you can get a win or loss or two and oh two wins per week based off of average score and your actual opponent. Um I guess that I, th- I think that goes hand in hand, right? No, no, that's completely different. Two two separate things, yeah. So that is okay. Just... So either way, it goes more for the points. Right. Um, so I, I'd be in a lot better position in eleventh place. Um, so yeah, obviously I'm for that right now. Clearly, I'm biased. Um, but also I was talking to Suggs about this. I think that um as as I said, I like go back and look and I'll I'll have I'll, I'll put more info in the thread afterwards because I can't I really can't find it right now. But because drafts are one on draft day, ADP really dictates people's drafts for the for the for the most part. All right. There's gonna be a pick here, pick there where you reach and get your guy. When you take that out of the equation. Now that just that that's a whole like people don't realize how much of a game changer that the auction draft is going to have it's just because be yeah. it's, it's going to be fucking huge. So I'm excited. I'm already excited for next year. Um, but to your point of am I for that the 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 last place uh, playoff spot goes to to the most important points that's not in the playoffs? Yes, I'm absolutely for that. So yeah, I mean the mo- or the uh, the auction drafting just for example like. So with me having the second pick, so the, the 3.2, Cooper Cup's a perfect example where I would like, I got him in some other leagues. I was, I was thinking he was going to have a big year, obviously not like this, but I was like, all right, he's going to be a good pick. But it was one of those things where at 3.2, I was never going to take him because I was like, all right, maybe he'll make it back to me in the fourth. Probably not. But in an auction draft, you're taking him. I'm, I'm, I'm bidding on him. I'm certainly, I have a lot better chance. So, you know, little things like that is, it's going to be really interesting. Yep. Uh, Bill, what do you think though about the, you know, making the playoffs uh, with the six seed for the five points? I'm a traditionalist, Kurt. Um, so I, I think the way we have it written up is, is the best way to go about it. Well said. You got you to win, you got to win games, right? There's no, I don't, I don't agree with the whole um, notion of participation trophies. Uh, so, so as long as you're winning games, um, it's not participation trophies. If somebody's winning a game scoring 89 points and somebody's losing the game scoring 160, so somebody doubled the person that got a win. How is that participation? And and you know what I'm saying? Like you don't like the 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 the, the obvious obviously like the the idea of it is to see who has the most skill, right? And when you take, I mean, like, it's just taking as many things as you can out of it that are luck. And sometimes the schedule is luck. So here's, here's the, I guess the argument for it is you don't control points against at all. And when we, right now, as we look at our standings, the teams with the least two points, and now granted they both have good teams who have been scoring points. X Factor has the least points. Bear Jew has the second least points. They're in first and second. Grit has the most points against. He's in 11th. Nasty has the second most points against. He's in 12th. So there's obviously a link there to something that you can't control. Now, the, the one wrinkle on this is, Bill, you are third in points against, and you're in third place. So you've, you're overcoming. I'm an anomaly. I'm an anomaly, right? <laughs> Uh, but wouldn't it make more sense to have two champions then, a regular season champion purely based off high score, and then the top six teams based off record go to a playoff 
for well, like a playoff champion? I don't think so. Maybe a bonus. Maybe just whatever our buy-in was for twenty-five or whatever, like four fifty. I don't remember. Like maybe you just get you get your money back for winning something like that. You know. Um, but no, I don't think you need a second trophy. And I think it even. I don't think it'll even out as the season goes on. But Actually, because we have the extra game, I think you're in a better spot to have it even out. Right. Right. So I like it sucks right now, but you know, just trust the process, as they said, right? Yeah. Either way, last year of the snake draft. So uh yeah, we're auction draft next year. I'm already I'm I'm running the numbers. All right, so anything else before we get into our, our week eight matchups? Have you guys ever been in a league uh with an auction draft? I have not, no. So this is uncharted territory for most of, at least for us three. And I'd imagine uh, the lion's share of the folks that are in the league today. I think drama has done one before. Um, I've done the mock drafts on Yahoo, a Yahoo mock auction. Um, but again, people quit after a while, so it's not, it's not real. All right, cool. So week eight matchups. As I was saying, uh, spots three through twelve, only separated by by two games. Um, and this week, we got four matchups where um, the teams are separated by one game. So, you know, if one team wins, they the records are tied, or if the other team wins, they go in separate directions. So, what I mean by that, for example, Nash is playing. Uh, the fantasy football team. So Nash, she's two and five. Suggs is three and four. So if Nash wins, they have the same record. If Suggs wins, they pull apart. So things will start to move in a direction this week as the race for the buys heat up and the race for this final playoff spot. So let's get into it. Our first matchup, speaking of that, Nash, she's going against the fantasy football team, 12th place versus ninth place. Uh, Hold on, I got the wrong week up. Uh, all right, yeah, 12th place versus ninth place. Suggs got off to real good start last night um, with Jones putting up 24 and Rogers putting up 19. Tanyan looked like he was he was going to do something and then uh, blew his knees out for the year. So what do you got? Oh, actually, before we get into this, Spence, so you were saying we, we should not talk about our own matchups? Yes, yes, that I, I don't want to. I think we should, because I mean, I, I I'm, I'm struggling, but I'm still going to pick myself to win. So I, I just think we should just like go on, not not talk about our matchups. All right, that's fine. So all three of us will do this one. Bill, why don't you kick us off? I'm going. I'm going nasty in the uh, the upset. It looks like he's projected seven point dog right now, uh, but I just think he has the players to overcome. I'm not overly high on Amari Cooper. And I'm not a fan of Eli Mitchell. Um, and I just think if, if Booker can do something, show a little bit of life in that Giants offense, I think Nashie is going to uh, come out with the win here. Yeah, I got to agree with Bill. Um, it's, I mean, all right. Miles Gaskin is probably sending him on a roller coaster of emotions. I get that. But you got to start Randall Cobb with all those injuries last night. Um, granted, he had two, three, three, only three receptions, but two touchdowns. 
but that's what like you expected from Randall Cobb in the in the in that matchup. So I mean, top three receivers are out. I didn't like that, but I agree with Bill. I do think that um, you know, no Antonio Antonio Brown is still great for Chris Godwin. I think you're gonna see more Lattimore on Mike Evans because they be beefing. Um, Cordero Patterson and Alvin Kamara. We'll see how that goes on as the year goes goes on. But uh, it, it's last week was good for both of them. Um, maybe we see Alvin Kamara back to regular form. I don't know. I think it was kind of lucky. But, hey. Um, and, and, and then Booker, I, I think that that's going to suck now because of uh, – is Saquon playing? Uh, I My guess is it'll probably be a game-time decision, which – so if he plays, he's fucked. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to agree with Bill to start off. Um, so I, I think it's going to be closer than than I think it's going to be about as close as the the, the projections show. Um, because because Suggs has a, has a pretty solid team right now. I do like Elijah Mitchell. Um, Cooper, his flexes are solid. Cooper and Metcalf and um, Deontay Johnson's coming back off of a bye. So I'm I, I got to go with Suggs on this one. Yeah, I'm going Suggs too. Not not just because of the a good start but um Camara against Tampa I mean Tampa's got best run in the league and then it's looking like like Dak's not playing so basically what happened is um last night it flipped from Dallas being the favorite to Minnesota being favored by two and a half points so the assumption is that Vegas knows Dak's not playing um so yeah no Dak that means uh I mean, he's not going to have to drop somebody in, in stream. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's got two guys starting for the Dolphins, backup for the Giants. Uh, not not great. <laughs> not great. Not great at all. Not great. Uh, but yeah. Nash, I believe in you, buddy. I think you got this one, man. <laughs> so we're split. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, this summits might be the, the end of the end for – for that. All right. Next game. Uh, same situation where these uh, best that ever was versus it ain't sauce. It's gravy. Um, they're separated by one game. Um, so they could go in opposite directions. The gravy boats, maybe the hottest team in the league. They woke up uh, led by the Cincinnati juggernaut, the best offense in the league. Uh, before we get into it, I said this maybe like like half jokingly, a quarter jokingly in the chat on Sunday, but is Jamar Chase already the best receiver in the league? Um, it, it's debatable. It's debatable. He's looking good. I mean, up, up until up until last week. Last week was a very good performance, but. He's had, he's, you know what I'm saying? Like he's had some times where he's just catching deep balls and it's a, it's a good connection with, um, you know, him and Joe Burrow. But I mean, honestly, like you got, you got to look at, you can't, you can't knock Cooper cup. Um, you can't knock who's another, you can't, you can't forget about people like Stefan Diggs. If we're talking about pure, pure wide receivers, I think he's top, top five. Um, but I, I can't give him the best just yet. Can't give him the best tag just yet. What do you think, Bill? I'm inclined to agree with Spence here. I mean, he's what, seven, eight games into his career. He's having a, a great start. He's definitely um, 
Best seven game start top. in NFL history. Yeah, definitely top 10, top five, maybe even. Um, but I don't think he's number one yet. Uh, I do think he'll be there one day, though. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I'd still, you know, in terms of this year, would probably take Devontae Adams. Um, but next year, probably the first receiver off the board. So, Bill, who you got in this one? I'm going with my cuz. It ain't sauce, it's gravy. I just think you got you gotta roll with the, the hot hand right now, man. I think Mark was uh, asleep a little bit. Um, and, and we we kind of poked that sleeping bear. Uh, but he's definitely he's definitely awake right now. Um, DeAndre Swift going against the Eagles this weekend. So he's probably good for 30, 35 points right there. Uh, we've already talked about Jamar Chase, so I don't want to beat a dead horse. Going against the Jets, uh, too. Yeah. And, Joe, I mean, I, I, I forgot he had Joe Burrow, too. Um, and, and they've kind of pivoted away from that run-heavy mentality, and they're, they're really starting to uh, air it out right now. I just think he's got a lot of weapons. I think he's a, a little bit healthier right Is now. Is he flexing on us with, with Zeke in the flex? That's a I heavy do it flex. to him. How to do it to him. Looks, looks that way. Yeah. Could be. So I'm, going, I'm going with Mark. Spence, what do you think? Yeah, man. Um, I, I, uh, I said, like, I, I was looking at your team, Kurt, and I, I really like your team a lot. But looking at Drama's team, it's, it's really fucking stacked. A.J. Brown is looking like the player that he's drafted. And the key here is Leonard Fournette is playing like an RB1. Yeah, like it's, it's insane, which is allowing him to flex Zeke. And, you know, Nash has got to be kicking himself. Cole Beasley was on his team. Um, and I think I, I think that that was a viable starter. Um, I, think he, I think I think he made well, – obviously, had, they're coming off a bye, so maybe he had to drop him there. I don't know. No, because Drums had him on team for a while. That was a terrible drop by – terrible drop by uh, Nash D. Um, but I'm picking Drama in this one. Calvin really might be the most disappointing player this year. Yeah, so I just did a quick um, points per game search. So Leonard Fournette, Swift, and Zeke uh, are all top 15 running backs. So uh, strong, strong foundation there, especially if they got – if they have no uh, Dak, then it's probably going to be a ton of Zeke. Um so yeah, I'm going going at eight sausage gravy. Also, uh, just because awesome matchups, um, Leonard Fournette seems like he's won the job. You know, the only thing uh, or one of the things Tim's got going for him. Hopefully, you know, hopefully they'll be a pissed off Patrick Mahomes. That was probably the worst game of his career last week. Um, and then we're finally going to get the full Chubb. Uh, no Hunt, so Chubb's healthy. Appreciate it. We're going to get the whole thing. They should call him Nick Hart on. Yeah, Nick Boner. Which I'm excited about. But, uh, yeah, I don't think it'll be enough. Um, so, going in a sauce, it's gravy for the sweep. All right. Next game. Uh, High-scoring high teams, which I don't know. I feel like you guys play each other every week, but maybe I'm just not remembering it right. 
Grit versus upside. Have you guys played each other or am I just losing my mind? I don't think we've played each other. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Bill, you and I will take this one. Um, the first and third scoring teams in the league, uh, unfortunately, have had a rough run of it. Sixth place and 11th place, three and four. This is also a game where, you know, if, you, if uh, Spence wins, you guys got tie records. You lose, you're going in opposite directions. So, uh, what do you think about this one? I think they both have good teams. I mean, to your point, when you look at the points again, Spence, he's getting the most points scored on him and, um, upsides fourth for points against. So they've just been having some, uh, unlucky matchups thus far. I think this is going to be, am I, as a guest, am I able to dub something in the game of the week? Or am I overstepping? No, you call it. In my opinion, this is the game of the week. Um, I really like this matchup. Uh, a couple fantastic running backs. We've got Derrick Henry and Joe Mixon going head to head. I like the Mixon matchup a little bit better uh, going against uh, the Jets. And for that reason and that reason alone, Spence, I'm going to have to give the nod to upside here. Fair, fair analysis, fair analysis. Yeah, tough times. Uh, tough times for grit. Um, Chargers, New England, you know, that when you need a, a big game out of Mike Williams, we're not sure. He might still be a little banged up. Um, oh, man. I think you need a, you need a mega performance from, from Derrick Henry and from Gronk. Uh, Jerry Judy's coming back, which is not going to help Tim Patrick. Uh, and then, I mean, on his side, I'm, I'm not, I've never, his team's just not very sexy. So it never really, never really gets me going, uh, especially without Devontae, especially uh, without Russell Wilson and without Mark Andrews. So uh, I'm going the opposite direction, despite it being dubbed the game of the week, could be our low scoring game of the week. Uh, like you said, Lattimore is going to be on Evans. Um, and even though they gave up that one bomb to DK, New Orleans does have a pretty good defense. So I've got upside squeaking it out in a, a double digit scoring matchup, both teams under a hundred, um, just, just a defensive struggle. Uh, Spence, I know we said we weren't going to talk about our own games, but do we still feel that way? Um, are you are you feeling like I'm I'm gonna win? Are you asking me if I if you feel like I'm gonna win? I, what are you asking? No, me? J- just in general. Do you want to do you want to talk about the matchup at all? No, no, I'm good. No? Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Stick and do his guns. Love it. All right. Next up, our special guest, no name, four and three, going against. The dog abides three and four again. One game separate these guys. Uh, so if the dog wins, you you guys are tied in the standings. But if Bill wins, he is uh, he's closing in on that elusive first round bye. Spence, kick us off. What do you see in this one? I think this is going to be the biggest blowout of the week. Um, Kyle, uh, the dog's best player scored single digits last night. Not also a good start. Very hard to overcome a quarterback scoring that low, like, especially when the rest of your team isn't like 
fantastic. Uh, he's going to need 100 points out of Tariq Hill. Um, but to focus on the good side, Cooper Cup, Josh, uh, Josh Allen, and Stephon Diggs coming off by. Cooper Cup is a monster. Um, Travis Kelsey is a monster. And he's got uh, Marvin Jones coming off a bye, you know, get a little bit more rapport with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he, had a, he had a solid game going into the bye with their first win. So I expect a, a strong come, come out game out of the bye for that. So I'm, I'm going with no name. Yeah, even though he's got, um, you know, Gainwell subbing in for, for Sanders. So Bill lose Sanders and he adds Gainwell. I, I think, I don't think it, it turns Gainwell into like a 25 points per game kind of guy. I think he's that like, 15 17 range um, with a bunch of catches the dogs team is still ugly that's why we we declared him dead a couple weeks ago and i i don't think he's come back to life i hate to say it especially if you're getting seven points out of mvp candidate Kyler murray who uh, i haven't heard anything but hopefully it's not a serious injury um last night and that like very last play which what the fuck what happened on that did aj green just think they were like running the ball yeah, they were saying, like, all the analysts were saying is, like, a cover zero. And it was like, they were running the ball. It was a run play. But, like, when you have that, like, you automatically audible into – because, like, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers do it all the time. Um, you just automatically go into that run play or into that quick pass. And A.J. Green was just fucking retarded. Yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, Alex Collins, a banged-up Saquon Barkley. So – I mean, if Barkley doesn't play, then maybe – I mean, Barkley's on Monday night. So, if he doesn't play, he's, I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe Mike Davis, Samaje Pirine. Uh, it's ugly over there. It's ugly in the land of the supercomputer. So, I'm, I'm also going no name. All right. Anything to add, Bill? And you need to you want to put any respect on dog's name? Nothing to add. I agree with the analysis. It's, it should be a, a good matchup this week. <laughs> All right. So our next one. This is a special once once a year occurrence. It's the scuffle in the synagogue, the tussle in Tel Aviv. <laughs> Bear Jew going against Herb Your Enthusiasm. For all the Manischewitz, Spence, why don't you start us off? Um, yeah, this is a uh, – I, I think this is a pretty even matchup on paper. Um, I called Bear Jew's team a fraud, but obviously it's not five and two in second place. Um, but it has the ability to, you know, go to sleep. You know, Bears go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite hibernating, but it's just a little sleepy. And with Irving enthusiasm, uh, it's it he's kind of going through the same thing that I feel like I've been going through this year. It's like a hit or a miss, but uh, he's he's had he's had a lot better of opponents. But he has like we've seen his upside. You know he can he can definitely put up high numbers. It's it's really about you know what is Adam Thielen going to do? Is he going to give you a, a a thirty point game or is he going to get you a seven point game? Very tough to call. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, not good to start off with the 8.6 points. But in the same token, Urban Enthusiasm started A.J. Green, and he really missed out on that that last second touchdown. So 
Um, I think I think it's a e- pretty pretty even matchup across the board. Um, Damian Harris has been balling, um, but he's getting Dab- but Bear Drew's getting Dalvin Cook back off the bye. Um, both pretty pretty average tight ends. I don't care what you say about Dalton Schultz. Him and Gasecki are pretty much on the same level. Um, and, and, and very strong flexes. Debo Samuel, Ke- Keenan Allen. Um, so I, I think that I'm, I'm going to go with Bear Jew uh, for the win, but I think it's going to be a very close game. They're going to be fighting for Queens. So what do you think? I agree with Spence. I think it's going to be a close game, but I'm going to have to give the nod here uh, to Sam. I think too many, too many weapons. Uh, his flexes are so damn strong, man. Debo Samuel is what? He's number two wide receiver in terms of points per game average right now. Yeah. And, I mean, Devontae Smith, he's the best weapon um, on the Eagles offense right now. Him and Hurts have a, have a good little connection going, so he's going to get peppered. And that, that's just we're just talking about his flexes there. Um, Hopkins didn't really do too much uh, last night, but I think he does have the weapons. Um, to overcome and, and squeak out the victory. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The, the Dak stuff's going to be interesting because I feel like if he plays uh, Minnesota, Dallas is going to be a high-scoring game. If he doesn't play, then, you know, it'll, it'll be a little different, which I think uh, will probably favor Sam with, with Dalvin Cook. But uh, I should have Brad's team a lot. He's had some solid games, though. Um, or no, he's had some great games, but tough matchup. Uh, uh, the Chargers going against New England, so he's got that that Herbert Allen stack. I'm, I'm still thinking uh, Belichick can figure out a way to slow him down. So yeah, given given the Bear Jew the slight edge, and I, honestly, their Thursday matchups kind of cancel each other out. Only one point four points apart. Um, so yeah, gonna, gonna give the edge to the Bear Jew slightly. Now, does Dak not playing? Is is Schultz still the best tight end in football? Hard to say. Who's their backup? Cooper uh, Rush. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Uh, maybe. I, I could. Yeah, I might. I might give him a, a bump. You know, probably not taking any deep shots. A lot of checkdowns. A lot of just uh, passes down the seam. Maybe, maybe get he gets the Cooper Rush bump. There you go. Also, who gets uh, so so you're the Dallas defense? Who gets uh, the the attention on the Vikings? Steelen or Jefferson? Jefferson, though. If they're smart, Steelen sucks. I agree, man, but. Do you think is Kirk Cousins just racist and he loves him? He loves that feeling so. because he did the same shit to Diggs, never threw the ball. Yeah, I think he's racist. He's definitely racist. All right, taking Bear Jew. Sounds like clean sleep. Um, all right, game of the week. Six and one in first place. Four and three in fourth place. X Factor going against. Koji's vengeance. Who wants to lead us off? Start Go ahead, Spence. Okay, I'll start us off. Um, yeah, 
So Tron's team really coming alive lately. Dropping 130 last week with his two best players on a bye. And arguably his third best player you know, having, having a pretty shitty game. Um, but Kyle Pitts is emerging as the wide receiver one in Atlanta. Herbert is a dog. Um, and Michael and so is Michael Pittman. Uh, Michael, Michael, Michael Pittman is 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 really separating himself. I think the low point is that the hoes in his team are obviously Tyler Lockett without um, Russell Wilson. But uh, on, on your side, I think that you're kind of running in that same point with DJ Moore uh, where you're not getting the best out of this player because the quarterback is just so bad. Um, but you're getting Jerry Judy off, back off of IR and they're going against terrible Washington. Um, so is Javante Williams. Obviously, I said Jonathan Taylor, I think, is going to be the MVP of the second half of the season. <sighs> Hawkinson, Nash, insert Nash, stupid-ass fucking play. I think this is Q4 of the of the, of the podcast so far this this week. Um, and, damn, Justin Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb in the flex. I got to go with fucking Koji's vengeance. His team is just too good right now, on paper at least. Bill, what do you think? Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree with Spence on this one. Um, I think you've made some moves lately, Kurt, that, that really put you in a favorable position. Um, what are you hearing on, on Judy? Is he 100% go? And, and how do you feel about uh, Teddy Bridgewater as being his quarterback? Are you a believer in Teddy, Kurt? Uh, I don't mind Teddy because okay. Teddy can't throw deep, but I think he's pretty accurate in the underneath stuff, which, um, I mean, they've been using Cortland Sutton as kind of the deep guy. So, I mean, maybe that'll help Judy, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not like afraid of, of Teddy Bridgewater for sure. I do like, uh, Tron's running back group though. I think he does have some, some really strong running backs. I think Spence hit the nail right on the head with the, the emergence of Kyle Pitts. Um, it, it seems like he's really going to be uh, a ball player after all. Um, but yeah, despite all that, I, I really do think um, Kurt and Koji's vengeance are going to pull out the victory this week. Yeah, only uh, editor's note to keep an eye on is this Eckler injury. Um, he popped up on the injury report yesterday afternoon, something with a hip, didn't practice. That's all they really said. So we don't know. We don't know much, but obviously that's that, that changes things a lot so and you hate to see players pop up late in the week don't you like that do not like to see that all right boys should be in for a good one though anything you guys want to add before we uh sign this thing off me want to add that the island boy. <laughs> island boys is back here and we're about to take the w and it's going to be the greatest story ever told they're going to write a 30 for 30 about the island buys. We should are we going to have a name change? We should get them. No, to no the island boys are operating underneath the grit department. We okay. should get them to play at our draft next year. Live performance. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm in the DMs. All right, Bill, thanks for joining, man. Thanks, guys, for, yeah, thanks for having me. It was yeah, a it was pleasure, great. Bill. It was a real pleasure. Thanks, guys. All right.
We'll see you out there on the, the virtual gridiron.